0: Bebop Tales, Bebop Tales, fighting evil robots that are made of pails. Bebop Tales, Bebop Tales, Bebop Tales. Hey ho, I'm back. It's me, Bebop, here with another edition of Bebop Tales. If you remember this season, it's the lost episodes of Bebop Tales. The ones that Messingham didn't want you to hear. And today we're answering this question from our pal Hugo. Have you ever a giant evil robot? That's my question. That's right, a giant evil robot. That's basically the exact opposite of me a small and virtuous robot. So, of course, I have. Let me tell you about it. One day I was. Wait, what am I doing? I'm out of practice. I need to put on my Hamathid voice. I think I need to first go low, then I need to go high, low, high, middle,
1: low, high, low, high, low, high, oh. Geez, sorry everyone. Jonathan hitting the high notes is not a great sound. Well, now that the voice is ready to go, here we go with Bebop Tales, Clash of the tinies our hero the mighty adventurous bebop had been traveling from land to land word had gotten around about how he had vanquished the baron defeated mutant whales and traveled through time and space winning all manner of conflicts and so he had spent several years as a hero for hire, helping the needy, protecting the innocent, and dancing the Macarena. It was in this period where Bebop was helping the helpless that he stumbled upon a small village along the coast of a wide and peaceful river. Bebop had been hiking in the mountains overlooking the village with the Volcano Lava Monster Live a Chicken Nuggets song stuck in his head for days. He was ready to come down and see some people. When he emerged atop the summit and looked down on the village, the villagers immediately began to congregate around the bottom of the mountain. And as he made his way down, he heard them chanting,
0: Tiny, tiny,
1: tiny, tiny, tiny. It was nice to hear. His reputation had preceded him. The villagers, a friendly, bird-like species with short beaks, beautiful, striped feathers of all colors, were waiting for him. One bird stepped forward to greet Bebop as he reached the foot of the mountain.
0: "'We have prayed and prayed that you would arrive, and here you are.'
1: "'Yes,' said Bebop. "'Here I am.' It was a little disconcerting. Bebop knew that his legend had grown, but so far he had been able to travel as he had wished. If he was getting this famous, he may not be able to move as freely as he liked.
0: "'Thank you so much for coming.' "'Did you hear our songs calling for you in our hour of need?'
1: said the villager.
0: "'Of course I have,'
1: said Bebop, though, of course, he hadn't.
0: "'As chief of this village, I wrote the song myself. "'And I have to wonder, what was your favorite part?'
1: "'Bebop, who hadn't heard anything, had to lie.
0: "'Um, all of it, really.' Why don't you sing some of it for me, and I'll stop you when you get to my favorite part. How did the song go again?
1: The bird opened its beak to sing.
0: (laughs) Oh, right, yeah, that's my favorite part. You can stop singing now,
1: said Bebop. The chief smiled and led Bebop into the village. Other villagers came out of their small huts, which looked like nests resting on the ground. In the center of the town was a gigantic nest, like a huge bowl that the rest of the village had surrounded. And on top of the bowl was a hastily woven lid, like the whole thing was an enormous basket.
0: Are you hungry, Tiny? asked the chief. I can have some of my best artists paint you some lunch.
1: Thank you, said Bebop. But then he remembered what passed for music in this village, and he didn't want to see what their art was like.
0: Actually... I'm not hungry right now. You mentioned that you've been praying and singing for me. Why is that? Why did you need me to come to your village?
1: The chief cast his eyes down to the ground and shook his head.
0: You see this dome here?
1: He said, pointing to the giant nest.
0: Inside, we have trapped a giant evil robot. He came here to smash our homes, steal our food, and destroy our way of life. We have tried everything to rid our village of him, but the best we can do is lock him in this cage.
1: Have you tried singing to him?
0: said Bebop. That would get rid of him. What's that? said the chief. Oh, nothing. So you want me to help you get rid of this guy? Yes, you will be our champion. Everyone, sing for our champion. (laughs) Nope, 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 that's okay wait until, gotta wait until I have won, man, before you sing my champion song. I'm not a champion, you can't sing my champion song if I haven't won yet, right? So maybe wait till that, or even maybe wait till I'm gone. That would be best.
1: The birds led Bebop around their giant nest until they found a small hole in the woven branches, just large enough for Bebop to squeeze through. I'll be back he said. Bebop crawled through the hole and picked his way through the thatched nest until finally he came out the other side. There, seated on the ground, was a truly gigantic robot. It was enormous, easily ten times the size of Bebop, and it appeared to be asleep. He noticed two lasers on the robot's wrists, but otherwise it looked fairly harmless. Bebop carefully tiptoed toward the robot. He tapped it on its chest. It didn't stir. He wondered why the birds, if they could keep this robot like this, why they would have needed someone like him to come help them. Suddenly, the roof of the nest flew off, and hundreds and hundreds of birds flapped and flew into the nest, lining its sides like a giant sports stadium. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: welcome to the Robot Super Bowl
1: It was the Chief Bird, using a megaphone.
0: Robot Super Bowl, said Bebop. I thought you said you needed me to defeat this guy. We do! In our favorite annual competition!
1: Bebop noticed that the robot had begun to stir. The sun was powering up its batteries.
0: So you're not in danger, said Bebop. You tricked me. This is all just a game.
1: Yep, said the Chief "'You must defeat our robot or be crushed
0: for our entertainment. It doesn't matter to us. The only one in danger, truly, is you!'
1: The robot stood up and towered over Bebop. The birds all chittered with anticipation.
0: "'But, wait, why do we have to fight for your entertainment? I thought you needed a champion. I thought you needed saving.' "'Yep, that is what we told you, but we were lying,'
1: said the bird.'
0: No one will come and fight this robot for us anymore. He has crushed too many opponents.
1: The giant robot stood up and towered over Bebop. The birds all chittered with anticipation.
0: Now, before we get started, let us sing our national anthem.
1: (laughs) Oh,
0: crush me now, said Bebop. okay that's the story for today i'll tell you how i defeated that robot and the birds who trapped me there in the next episode now i know what you're wondering will the next episode also answer another one of your questions of course it will bebop always delivers Tune in next week and remember any questions you have send them to earth at fincaspian.com subject line jonathan smells bad jonathan he told me personally loves getting those emails See you next week.
2: Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something a box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com?